The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today, on a special Murder Monday, we discuss the Lake Bottom Murders. After a long streak talking about disappearances, kidnappings, we're back to talking about murders. I don't know which one is worse. Disappearances, rapes, murders, serial killers. There is not a worse crime. Every crime is awful and brings pain to countless people. There are several crimes we could talk about, but today we're focusing on murders. A murder is one of the most primitive human behaviors where one has to kill others for some reason. We can go back to the early civilizations and notice that murder was never accepted. There were always tough penalties for people who killed others. In today's episode, we are traveling to Europe, to Finland to be more specific. I will guide you through all the facts of one of the worst unsolved crimes in the history of Finland, and maybe Europe as a whole. Let me give you an overview of the case, and then we'll go on deep details about it. In 1960, a case of brutal murders was registered by the authorities, and they would then become part of the criminal history of Finland. Four teenagers went camping at Bottom Lake, but they never came back home alive. It was summer, and the teenagers wanted to get away for some time, enjoy each other's company, and the nature. The teenagers were 15-year-old, and I apologize for butchering these names, Mela Erme Bjorklund and Anya to Luki Maki, an 18-year-old Seppo Intero Boisman, and Nils Gustafsson. The police found that they were all killed by brutal force and intense stabbing. When investigating their bodies, they all had several broken bones, serious trauma on their heads, and several stabbing marks on their bodies. They all died right that night while they were sleeping inside of a camping tent. It is very likely that the teenagers had no way to protect themselves, and three of them died in a very traumatic and painful way. Let's go into the facts and what happened to the teenagers. On Saturday, June 4th, 1960, four Finnish teenagers had decided to go camping on the shores of Lake Bottom. 
The lake is located in the city of Espoo's Oita Manor. As I mentioned before, Bjorkland and Maquis were 15 years old at the time. They were accompanied by their boyfriends who were 18 years old, Boisman and Wilhelm Gustafsson. The teenagers were going to spend the night camping from Saturday to Sunday, then head back to their homes. At about 6 a.m. on Sunday, a group of boys birdwatching were around the area, and as they kept walking, they noticed that they saw from some distance that the tent had collapsed. As soon as they noticed the tent, they also saw a blonde man walking away from the area. They couldn't see the man's face due to the distance. They didn't report the incident because they thought the man was leaving to get help with the tent. It was five hours later when a carpenter named Esko Oiva Johansson discovered the bodies while he was working in the woods. He alerted the police and they arrived about one hour at noon. After analyzing the bodies in the crime scene, the police concluded that sometime between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. on Sunday, June 5, 1960, they were all stabbed and beat to death by an unknown person. By some sort of miracle, Niels was the only survivor of the massacre. He had fractured facial bones and some stabs around his body. The injuries seemed to be a confirmation that he was a victim and not the killer. After he recovered from the attack, he told the police that the attacker was wearing black clothes and could only see the attacker's red eyes. The victims were not injured inside of the tent. The attacker took the victims outside and hit and stabbed them on the outside by the side of the tent. It seems like the attacker hit them with something sharp but also hard. Maybe a rock. The police could never find the murder weapons though, so this is still an open question. The killer had some unusual behaviors, according to the police. They found the killer to be a very puzzling individual because he took the teenager's motorcycle keys, but didn't take the motorcycle. Some shoes were hidden about 500 yards away from the scene. Several items that were supposed to, were supposed to be on the scene were never found by the search group. Mela was found undressed from the waist down and she was lying on top of the tent. She was the one who was killed in the most brutal way and there may even been a probability that the killer raped her, but that is still an unknown fact. She was stabbed multiple times even after she was dead, and the police believe that she was the first one to be killed while the others had to watch. She could have also been the one who tried to fight back and avoid death. So she fought as hard as she could, but the killer ended up having to use more brutal force to stop her. The other two were also killed, but with less intense body traumas. Since the police believed that Nils was innocent, the only, they only had two major suspects at the time. The suspects were, once again, apologize for not being able to say these names, Valdemar Gilstrom, who was a keeper in the area. People around considered him to be a very disturbed, rude, and even hostile to guests in the area. He was not a pleasant person to be around, but the police never found any evidence from him. And Hans Osman who lived several miles away from the lake. People in the area used to say that he had killed many people and that he was responsible for the teenager's death. That became even more evident when he had shown up at a hospital in Helsinki with bloody clothes on the morning after the murder. No evidence was found against him. Despite extensive investigations, the murderer was never identified. Various theories on the killer's identity have been presented over the years. 
since it was noticed that the police did a poor job of collecting evidence and even looking for Neil's DNA on the other teenager's body. He then became a suspect years later. He was unexpectedly arrested on suspicion of committing the murders in 2004, but was found not guilty the following year. The Finnish National Bureau of Investigation marked the case as solved based on a new forensic analysis. According to the prosecution's interpretation of the bloodstains, Gustafsson had been drunk and excluded from the tent when he attacked the other boy, getting his jaw broken in a fight which escalated into him committing three murders. The trial started in 2005 when the defense lawyer argued that the murders were the work of one or more outsiders and that Gustafsson would have been incapable of killing three people given the extent of his injuries. It had always been known that the shoes worn by the killer and hidden away, hidden 500 yards away from the tent belonged to Nils, who was found barefoot on top of the tent. At the end of the trial, the court concluded that the evidence presented wasn't enough to prove that he was guilty. So it was marked as inconclusive, which means that by now he is still innocent. The murderer was never found for sure, but due to a poor job collecting information right at the scene, people may think that the killer could have been found if this mistake had not happened. And that's a wrap for today's story. True Crime Never Sleeps is here to bring you the best stories full of details and insight. For more information on our podcast, follow us on Twitter at True Crime NS and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. This show is made possible thanks to our sponsors, Poddex. Visit poddex.com for more information on their product and use promo code TCNS for 10% off your first purchase. And visit Hunt Killer and use promo code TCNS for 20% off your first box. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.